There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel straight out of a movie. Join hosts Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab for Season 3 of Jewish History Nerds, a new season of intrigue, mystical realms, and bloody battles. Jewish History Nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing, yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Beyond Zero is Toyota's vision of a carbon-neutral future and more. Toyota gives you the power to reduce carbon emissions and help move toward its vision with a wide selection of electrified vehicles. Whether you're into hybrid EVs for that traditional Toyota feel with better MPG, battery EVs for a smooth and silent ride, or plug-in hybrid EVs that switch between battery and fuel, Toyota has you covered. And for those who prefer hydrogen, Toyota's fuel cell EVs emit nothing but water vapor from the tailpipe. So cool. Giving you the choice on how to reduce carbon emissions and move closer to Toyota's Beyond Zero Vision. Visit toyota.com slash electrified vehicles slash beyond dash zero dash vision. Toyota, let's go places. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's October 9th. Che Guevara was executed on this day in 1967. He was born June 14, 1928, and his name, his full name, was Ernesto Guevara de la Serna. And before becoming a revolutionary, he grew up in a middle-class family. He had a pretty typical middle-class upbringing. He went to medical school. He traveled a lot during his university years, and as he was traveling, he saw the tremendous poverty that was just endemic in many parts of South America. He came to believe during all of this travel and during his studies that the only way that the common people could take the power and wealth out of the hands of the elite was through an armed uprising. He got his medical degree in 1953, and then in 1954, he met Fidel Castro for the first time. That meeting happened in Mexico. He joined up with Fidel Castro and was instrumental in Castro's overthrow of the Cuban government in 1959. After the revolution, Guevara was made the president of the National Bank of Cuba and also served as the minister of industry. Aside from that, he was sort of Fidel Castro's right-hand man. 
Guevara was deeply against U.S. policy and against U.S. influence in Central and South America. This was at a time when the United States was using the fear of communism to justify ongoing intervention in multiple places in Central and South America. The United States was trying to keep governments in power that were friendly to U.S. interests or to put such governments in power where they did not already exist. In 1965, Guevara either left or was dismissed from his work in Cuba. It's not 100% clear. He did write a farewell letter, though, in which he said, quote, I have fulfilled the part of my duty that tied me to the Cuban Revolution, and I say goodbye to you, to the comrades, to your people who are now mine. Castro read this letter in a public speech on October 3rd, 1965. When Guevara left Cuba. He wanted to spread revolution to other parts of the world. So he did things like go to the Congo to train guerrilla forces. He did also secretly return to Cuba for a time. And then he went to Bolivia and he joined a guerrilla uprising against the Bolivian government. He arrived there in the fall of 1966. He got into Bolivia with a forged Uruguayan passport. The reason he chose Bolivia was that he thought that conditions were really ripe for revolution in lots of Latin America, but he thought that Bolivia was less of a priority to the United States, so he might face less opposition from the United States there. That didn't turn out to be true, though. By May of 1967, U.S. intelligence had heard that Guevara was alive and then had confirmed it. The CIA had thought that when he left Cuba earlier that he had really been killed because nothing was heard from him for a time, at least from American authorities. And the CIA was monitoring the situation, was keeping President Lyndon Johnson updated on what Che Guevara was doing in Bolivia. By the fall, Guevara's force was actively fighting against the Bolivian military, although nearly a third of his men were killed in one engagement on August 31st of 1967. About two weeks after that, the Bolivian government started dropping flyers that advertised a reward for Che Guevara's capture. Soon, he was facing dwindling numbers of his fighting force, and he and many of his fighting force were ill. The Bolivian army captured him with support from the United States military on October 8th, and they executed him at the age of 39 on the 9th. They decided to execute him because they thought that a trial was just going to spread his ideas and increase his popularity, so they thought it was a strategic decision that an execution would put a stop to what he was doing and to his reputation, but it had the opposite effect. That didn't work at all. After he was executed, they cut off his hands, took photos, cut off some of his hair, and buried him in an unmarked grave. There were some questions among U.S. intelligence at first about whether he really had been killed, but a presidential advisor confirmed Guevara's death to President Johnson on October 13th. In 1997, his remains were located and sent back to Cuba and reburied there, and Fidel Castro was at that ceremony. Although questions were raised later about whether those remains really had been his, A picture of Guevara in a beret has become iconic and very widely reproduced, and that photo was taken in 1960 by Alberto Corda. Thanks to Eves Jeffcoat for her research work on today's podcast and to Tari Harrison for all her audio work on this podcast. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcast. Tune in tomorrow for The Death of an Assassin. 
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.